the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Good morning. morning, And welcome to this funeral mass for my mum, Mary Coyle, or as many of you here still remember her, Mamie Lynn. Welcome to our family, I think. Uh, To many of mum's friends and neighbours, parishioners of St Bride's and St Anthony's, to many of our friends, and to my wider Salesian family, some of whom left at 5.15. Tony. Tony at the end is allowed to snooze during the homily, but he's the, he's the only one. Your presence here is a great support to us. We gather today to give thanks to God for Mum's life and love, to pray for her, and to entrust her to God's loving mercy. And as always, we begin by asking God's forgiveness for ourselves too. Lord Jesus, you have revealed yourself as the way to the Father. Lord, have mercy. mercy. You have poured out on your people the spirit of truth. Christ, have mercy. mercy. You are the good shepherd leading us to eternal life. Lord, have mercy. mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy in us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant Mary, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. The life and death of each of us has its influence on others. If we live, we live for the Lord. And if we die, we die for the Lord. So that alive or dead, we belong to the Lord. This explains why Christ both died and came to life. It was so that he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. We shall all have to stand before the judgment seat of God, as scripture says, By my life it is the Lord who speaks. Every knee shall bend before me, and every tongue shall praise God. It is to God, therefore, that each of us must give an account of himself. This is the word of the Lord.
lest you dash your foot against a stone. And he will raise you up on eagle's wings, bear you on the breath of dawn, make you to shine like the sun, and hold you in the palm of his be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the treasury. And many of the rich people put in a great deal. A poor widow came and put in two small coins, the equivalent of a penny. Then he called his disciples and said to them, I tell you solemnly, This poor widow has put in more than all who have contributed to the treasury. For they have all put in money they had over. But she, from the little she had, has put in everything she possessed. All she had to live on. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Today's first reading begins, the life and death of each of us has its influence on others. I'm not sure that my mum would have considered herself a very influential woman. Over the 83 years of her life, she lived in six houses, all within a two-mile radius of this spot. She didn't travel too far and wide. Yet through her family and friends, she was connected to a much wider network of people, and her influence was significant. Our presence here this morning signifies many of those connections and influences. Mum was born the youngest of four children and grew up in halfway. And with a 12-year difference between her and her sister and two brothers, She had many adult influences during her childhood. As a teenager and young woman, she travelled all over Scotland with her brother Hugh on the back of his motorbike. Not an image I really can... And uh, before, they progressed to a sidecar. (laughs) She was a competitive swimmer. She played netball and she was a keen dancer. Mum met my dad at St. Bride's School and Youth Club. And when dad went to do his national service, that keen dancer suddenly found herself to be a wallflower, when before 
she'd had um, many male admirers. On further investigation, Mum discovered that my dad had told all his friends, hands off. (laughs) Because he, and only he, was pursuing her. On his return, their relationship developed and they married in 1957. She always claimed it was the first wedding in St. Caddock's Church. And then they came and settled here in Cambus Lang. The early years of their marriage were spent having a family. But my arrival meant a move to the newly built scheme in Spring Hall as founding members of St. Anthony's Parish. In Loch Harbour Drive and St. Stephen's Avenue, Mum was to remain a parishioner there for exactly 50 years. Mum's life changed dramatically when Dad died in 1979 and their 22-year marriage ended abruptly. It was a very difficult time for her. It tested her faith. It tested her courage and resilience. And it impacted on her health and well-being. You could say it changed her life forever. I chose today's gospel, which is not often used at funerals, Because in the gospel, the widow is the focus of the attention of Jesus. He noticed her. He noticed her quietly going about her business. He noticed her generosity and self-giving. He recognized and understood her situation and the significance and the sacrifice of her actions. Mum was a widow for nearly 40 years almost half her life. And you could say that being a widow was a defining characteristic. And like the widow in today's gospel, mum was generous in her self-giving. Whether it was looking after her parents and my dad's parents and others in the family, or welcoming any of our friends day or night, or all the sacrifices she made for us. In so many ways and different circumstances, she too gave her all. Before having a family, mum first worked as a contometer operator and went to night classes to improve herself and her chances. But most of her working life was in retail for years and years in Paisley's and Jamaica Street, then the Cathkin Co-op and Burnside Safeway. Despite always claiming to be shy, which we never believed, (laughs) Mum enjoyed meeting people and was never stuck for a word or two or very many more. Increasingly, Mum lived her life through us, her children. She was delighted to welcome Willie and Peter into the family and to experience the joy of having her grandson Paul and to be able to attend his wedding to Lisa. In the great mystery of the cycle of life and death, her first great-grandchild is due next month. And mum often welcomed many members of my Silesian family, feeding them, giving them a bed, and she enjoyed the many events that she was able to attend in that circle and that network over the years. Three years ago, It was obvious, and she was eventually persuaded, that the large house and gardens in Stevens Avenue was too much for her, and Mum moved back here to Canvas Lang, just opposite the church. It was absolutely the right move for her. She settled quickly, re-met old friends, and she loved being in her little flat. Sadly, her health continued to deteriorate, and the last two years were a real struggle. But fiercely independent to the end, she was determined to stay at home, which meant relying on the care and the support, especially of Peter and Teresa, Anne-Marie and Willie, and Paul and Lisa. One of the joys I had was to go on holiday together each year 
until 2010, when Mum broke her arm, decided it wasn't worth renewing her passport, and it was time to retire from holidays. I remember walking along a marina somewhere in the evening, with the evening sun glistening on some amazing boats and yachts. And probably in response to that, Mum said reflectively, you know, life hasn't always been easy, but I have a loving family and I've seen some lovely places. I'm a very lucky woman. Perhaps today, as we reflect on her life and give thanks for anything we've shared, maybe, maybe we are the lucky ones. So today, we give thanks to God for mum's life and love. We entrust her to his loving mercy that she may enjoy that fullness of life and love in eternity, which is union with God forever. This is what God promises those who believe. Mum believed, and God is forever faithful. Amen. Now let's stand and make our prayers. God, the Almighty Father, raised Christ, his Son, from the dead. With confidence, we ask him to save all his people, living and dead. For Mary, who in baptism was given the pledge of eternal life, that she may now be admitted to the company of saints. Lord, in your mercy... Hear our prayer. For our sister, who ate the body of Christ, the bread of life, that she may be raised up on the last day. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our For our deceased relatives and friends, for all those who have helped us, that they may have the reward of their goodness. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. For those who have fallen asleep in the hope of rising again, that they may see God face to face. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. For the family and friends of our, brother, our sister Mary, that they may be consoled in their grief by the Lord, who wept at the death of his friend Lazarus. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. For all of us assembled here to worship in faith, that we may be gathered together again in God's kingdom. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. God, our Father, we ask you to hear these, our prayers, and those deep in our hearts. We ask you to continue to bless us through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.
pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these sacrificial offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant Mary, we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a merciful judge who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. In him, the hope of resurrection has dawned, that those saddened by the certainty of death might be consoled by the promise of immortality to come. Indeed, for your faithful Lord, life is changed, not ended. And when this earthly dwelling turns to dust, an eternal dwelling is made ready for them in heaven. And so with the angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. And once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant Mary, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face, have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever.
At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace, I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Now let's offer each other the sign of peace. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, Lord I am not worthy that you should enter into my
Let us pray. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, Mum may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. I've asked Father Hugh to do the prayers of commendation before we take Mum to Westburn Cemetery and hope to be able to see you later in the Burnside. You don't need to freeze in the cemetery if you want to make your way straight to the Burnside. <laughs>